Okay. Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Yes. Eric, Comic-Con has once again chewed me up and spat me out, and I'm a better person for it. Yes, I did not go this year. I only go every other year, and so I am both sad and eager to hear what you have to say. It's like, you know, sometimes it's like Star Trek sequels. You know, if you have that philosophy in mind... Uh, this year, you know, it was like a mix of good and bad. I, th- I feel like a co- a, only like a couple things really blew me away, but I had a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, I think I just posted a link to... Um, I didn't bother taking a, a photo of any of the cosplays this year because I just feel like, all right, there's so many people here taking so many pictures of all these amazing dudes. I'm just going to Google it later. Ah, see, I, I get my picture with the people. Oh, well... Like- like last year with Judge Dredd. I know, I know. All right, all right so... So good. There, there are a couple cosplays where I'm like, oh, all right, if so I did take a picture of that. But, like, the nine-foot-tall Hulkbuster armor wandering around, I was like, I'm not stopping that. I'm not getting in his way. You're going to yeah, get knocked clear. over. And, yeah, I mean, that was just trending nationally, so... Yeah, well, I think I, I think maybe it was the, the dude who comes as Bumblebee every year. Possibly, maybe. I didn't see Bumblebee this year, which is the first time in, like, three years. Hmm. So it could be, but that was amazing. Uh, and the same thing happened where, like, everybody just got out of his way. Uh, same mm-hmm. thing happened when Whoopi Goldberg was on the, the show floor. Everybody's just like, yo, it's Whoopi, and let's move out of her way. We're like, oh, <laughs> shit, someone's cosplaying as a Rastafarian Muppet. <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. It was Whoopi, and she's on the show floor, and everybody's just like, What? And and in my mind, I'm thinking, why didn't you, like, pull, like, a Breaking Bad and just, like, go in costume or, like, um you know, like, Wolverine in costume or, you know, just, like, put a mask on and then nobody will bug you. But instead, she's like, I'm Whoopi Goldberg. Here I, here I come, show floor. Here I am, Comic-Con. I'm legit. Yeah. How many people were excited for that again? Me. <laughs> but, man, Theodore Rex, man. I would have passed <laughs> right by him and, like... Cosplay. Whatever. Just I'd be like, yo, there, there was a point in time. I mean, Ghost, she was killer in Ghost. Oh, my God, dude. You are <laughs> killing me right now. It's like at one point she was the lamest Star Trek character. Yeah, true. The lamest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but at least she yeah. was not. Hey, I, I take anything. Like I take the lamest Star Trek character in the next generation over any Voyager. Anything Voyager. I mean, I think our mom would have gone nuts for it because she would be like, oh, Sister Act! Yeah, dude. It's Sister Act 2! <laughs> Sister Act 2 to a lesser extent, except for maybe the Lauren Hill parts. If you would, if I had been with you right then, and you'd have been like, dude, Whoopi Goldberg, I'd be like, you're such a racist just because some fat, ugly black woman <laughs> thinks it's Whoopi Goldberg. Shut up. <laughs> you racist. No, dude, it was like this. The video you took did look like Whoopi. It was, you know, like some. <laughs> it was her! It was her. She responded I'm to her sure. own name. Are you sure? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I mean, sure. Oh, sure, Chad. Everyone that, has dreads. Everyone that has dreads is Whoopi Goldberg to you. I've shut up. <laughs> I've I've seen her. I've seen her figure at at Madame Tussauds. Man, it was her, and she was. You know, she. You know. You know. She's getting old because she's not as tall as uh, as I am anymore. <laughs> but it's totally cool. So anyway, uh, Whoopi. She's probably on hand to like I don't know launch something Marvel because Marvel's always launching new stuff on the View. Um, uh, that was cool. Uh, so I want to talk to you about a couple things. One, Battlecasters, and I was t- talking to you a little bit about this before we rebooted. 
but uh, it's a mobile game. You play on your phone, but you can't play it just out in the world. You have to play it uh, around these nodes inside like a Comic-Con or a FanCon. So mm-hmm. it's based on a fantasy book series, and they bring you into the universe of the of the the world of the books by uh, it's like it's like a, a simple little fetch quest game. It's fun. It gets you to explore, and for <laughs> for the limited area that they had to work with, uh, it brought you around uh, Artist Alley. So basically, you were forced to go around Artist Alley to these different nodes, and when you get close enough to a node uh, on your quest to get these like different artifacts uh your phone will buzz and you'll look down and you'll say and you can enter the like this uh, like an area and when you get mm-hmm. to the area you can like use these cards you pick up well first you pick up cards then you can use the cards to cast spells some of the spells can like hurt other players that are also playing the game like you can mm-hmm. steal cards from them or lay a trap and other uh, cards you can use to cast like protection on yourself so you don't get like messed up by other players <laughs> or you can, or you can uh, find out where all the traps are. Which I'll tell, I'll tell you, it's probably the same in every time they play this game. But it's like the first four nodes are where all the traps are, because then some, like a lot of the people, just drop off and stop playing. That is my uh, my inclination. Or they just cast the traps like in the four first four nodes, and then they're like, "Well, I tried it. Now I'm just gonna move on." It was interesting. It was very cool to play like a mobile game that you could only play in like one area. That's that was my my whole draw to it. It was like this is like going to be a unique experience. It took me uh, mm. forty three minutes because they timed you. I didn't know this, but they timed you. Uh, so when I came back, they're like, "Hey, guess what? You uh, you're the fastest person today." So wow, like, wow. forty three minutes, and I was really like going through it. Uh, but I was like, I could totally beat that time. I could just sprint. You know, from like node to node, and just like just hammer on my phone to get through it. Uh, which which somebody did the next day. Somebody had like eighteen minutes, and I was like, "Well, somebody already did it. Screw it. I don't want to do it anymore." Dude, what if next year? All right, New York Comic Con, hot wash. Next year, this is what we do. Mm. You do that kind of node game thing, right? Yeah. You kind of do it like a Final Fantasy or Persona. So when you get to there, you have to have a fight and. To do the fight, though, you just pick three cosplayers that are next to you, <laughs> and they step forward, and you're like, ha! And then the other person, they pick three cosplayers, and they step forward, and then you use your battle casting, and you have a live-action fight based on the results. I love that. I was waiting. Every time... You just pick, you're just you just like, all right, um, you know, Fat Little Mermaid, <laughs> Kitty Pride, Judge Dredd, step forward, and the other guy's like... Uh, little kid Deadpool, adult Deadpool, <laughs> and uh, Ninja Turtle. Go! <laughs> I love that. So it's like cosplay, but like Pokemon. Like cosplay them yeah. on. They I need think. to come up with, yeah, they need to, like, it, or, or maybe it's just like if, if cosplayers can play the game too, and then you got, when you get to a battle, they have to, like, step forward and, like, each of them activate their thing, and then they have to be part of the, part of the event. Every every time I get to uh, to a node or a portal, if you if you will, uh, mm-hmm. I was I was expecting somebody to notice me. I was like, okay, somebody, some old man with some old wizard's gonna like jump out and be like, so you've progressed this <laughs> far in the game, you know, make me like I don't know, do a, like a, a physical challenge or something. I, I just mean, think it'd be cool if you just picked you just pick cosplayers. Everyone picks a team. To, to do the quest with you, and then you battle, and you just see who the cosplayers <laughs> are that get picked by other people. So you're just like, 
sexy Pikachu, I choose you. Yes. Woo! Like, oh, shit, they're going to play Jessica Rabbit cosplay. Shit. <laughs> shit. What can you do against that? <laughs> you lose. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be oh. so cool. Well, well, here's the thing is, like, if I, you get, like, um, in, in the game, you get approached by, like, a villain in the game, and the, the, the good dwarf uh, guy who sends you on your quest is like, yo, stay away from the evil people. It could be bad. And this is this whole side quest, which is uh, once you start using evil spells on people, you can go into, like, the dark places, the dark portals. Uh, and, uh, this witch is like, come on, man, you gotta, like, you know, it's, it's totally like Jedi and Sith, she's like, you gotta unleash your true potential by going to the dark side, and I thought, like, man, if I really wanted to go to the dark side in this game, uh, to cast spells in the game, you have to shake your phone, mm-hmm. so I could just stay in, like, one part of Artist Alley and wait for people to come by and shake their phones, and then, BAM, slap their phones right out of their hand, take that, spellcaster, Dude, this is the next level of cosplaying mm. so right now you go you dress up you get pictures taken and every once in a while some of the video cameras like all right you guys like you know strike a pose in front of each other you know like you're gonna fight but you don't fight mm. can you imagine if you do this game and then you got to recruit three of them to go with you and like so some cosplay people will show up as a team but then there's kind of like a um cosplay solos and near like the coat check area and they're just waiting for <laughs> someone to choose them as the team and uh-huh. so you just go forward and you're just like all right let's see who do i want and you're like mm. all right Shitty Rorschach costume. I'll take you. Uh, Star Lord number four. I'll take you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, and Batgirl. Because actually, I'd probably just pick Batgirl three times. There you go. But, um, there you know, that just, And then you're just like, hey, and you can kind of bond on your way back and forth and stuff. But then, like, they'd be excited because they're like, that's what they want. They're like, shit, I'm not only like dressed up, I'm going to be kind of in like this battle game scenario against who knows who, like, who knows what kind of other people are going to be going against you each time. Mm. That'd be so awesome, man. I like that. I love that. I think it's also, like, how they choose, like, Avengers or members of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're like, okay, three random people come together. You are now Avengers. Yeah. I think it would be, yeah. And, and you know, you could go on you could go on speed and you could go on, um, you know, obviously there didn't, there, with that many people, there would need to be some kind of form of way to deciding who wins and stuff. But they got to, like, battle it out and stuff. And it would be... It'd be fucking cool. They would cosplayers would live for that shit, right? Other than like the professionals ones that just want to get pictures taken. But like, if you that would be so cool if you're going there and you're fighting as your character. I dig it. Boom. That's really cool. So, so the the end of the game. So uh, you collect different artifacts by going to different places. At one point, Odin sends you on a quest to get some cards. You get you get the cards, <laughs> mm. and then you seal off this portal. There's like there was two battles in the game. I think there's gonna be more. The sequel to the uh, the book is like a book trilogy, so the second book is coming out pretty soon. Uh, I think it's like in the new year, in like April or May. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first the first book in the Legends of Orkney is called The Red Sun. Um, but when the next book comes out, because they're just constantly adjusting this and adding new stuff, there could be like Pokemon-esque battles. There's a couple battles in the game already. One's like a tutorial battle right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, okay, here comes here comes a goblin. You gotta like use these cards and defeat him. Uh, you can't lose. And also, the there's a final battle. Uh, you know, to make it more gamey. And you also can't. Well, I mean, you could lose that, but you basically can't lose it. Uh, but there was like it was cool to have like an actual use for the cards. Most of the time, the you need like a specific card to launch a certain spell, and then you need two like fodder cards to fill out the rest of the spell. But most of the time, you don't really need the cards for anything. So I'm just like, eh, you know, just like throwing them away on whatever. Like, eh, somebody stole a car from me. Eh, not a big deal. 
Yeah, you have to use a specific combination of cards to seal off the portal and, and win the game. But it was, mm. like, I mean, outside of, like, the art style, which is cool, it's like, uh, you know, these cards don't really mean anything. So uh, if that was, like, my, my one wish for this game, outside of, um, like, PvP, like, cosplay mm-hmm. battles. <laughs> I, like would, where this, more, I like where this is progressing. I like, I like that these ideas are coming up now. Like, we just played it at Disney World and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I like this kind of stuff. I want more of this. Yeah. Because this is, it's a fun way to spend your time at, at some things. Like, that sounds cool. So kudos to them and keep at it, dudes. Yeah. Well, they're, they're licensing out the engine to a bunch of different uh, applications. So get ready. Because, you know, it's like gamifying your education or an experience. So they have, like, the Hunger Games in Times Square. Their, um, their thing has been gamified with this engine, the same kind of thing. They've done it in, like, um, for, like, if, if we had done it in Springville, it would have been, like, the Dairy Fest, go to the library, cha-ching, you get some cards, Spellcaster. Mm-hmm. You know, and learn about this. You know, this will pop up in something. So the applications are immense for this kind of a deal. Anyway. Hmm. Anyway. All right. right. Tell me, before you get some of the cool stuff you did, tell me some stuff that you didn't do that I need to yell at you for because I would have done if I was there. I sat in line (laughs) for an hour on on Friday morning to get Uh a wristband for Batman Bad Blood. Ooh. So... Like, you know, like any good con-, con attendee, I got there as soon as it opened. I got right in line in the queue line. I was like, I'm in. I'm going to get it. They gave me the wristband, and it said 8 o'clock. I was like, what? What? Why is it 8 o'clock? No, I can't stay till 8 o'clock. I'm going to be dead at 8 o'clock. I think I stayed till like, I was on my feet all day, and I stayed till like 5. And I'm just like, I'm just falling asleep. And my you didn't kids, check the schedule? I, I mean... I'm, no, See, actually, no. I did. I did have it. I did have it all written down, but I was very surprised that that was actually at eight o'clock. Uh, so were they going to show the movie? Because usually the eight o'clock panels show the movies and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they showed some kind of preview. So I wound up not doing it, and and because I had work on Saturday, I also missed getting bracelets for Jessica Jones slash Daredevil. Oh, uh, that I was the only thing I was. I was really looking forward to it, and I couldn't go. So those mm. those are the things that I couldn't do. Chad, you suck. But those things, I mean, Jessica Jones launches in the full thing. It's going to be on Netflix in a month. Ah, okay, so that's fine. Cares. That's fine. And the Batman Bad Blood, you know, I mean, I'm sure they're going to launch the trailer online pretty soon. Well, I saw the Daredevil sizzle reel, and, like, it showed, it starts off, like, the first minute and a half just shows what happened last season. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a letdown because season one was so amazing. That just seeing those highlights from season one just got me so freaking pumped again. Cool. And then they don't actually show too much in season two. Like they show like the back of the Punisher walking through a hospital or something. Yeah. But it was funny because <laughs> my son now watches that that little kid show, Superhero Squad. Yeah. And um, they lost the Shield Helicarrier, and all the superheroes like Iron Man, Hulk, Wolverine, Falcon, they had no way to get around, hmm. and so they just had this scene where they were riding in the Punisher's van. <laughs> In the back, like, oh, Punisher, you know, I really appreciate you taking this round. And he just fucking goes, like, this is a show for seven-year-olds. And he goes, full Punisher diatribe. <laughs> he's, he's like, city is a festering scab that needs to be picked. And <laughs> like, he's just, like, saying this. And they keep cutting back to all these heroes that are really tough dudes. And they're like, <laughs> they're all, like, all, like, huddled together, scared in the back of his van. And oh, he does, man. like, this 30-second monologue. And it's so, I was like, this is for seven-year-olds. I loved it. Awesome. So, good job, Superhero Squad. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's all right. So what what was some cool stuff that you did? What else? Let's see. I played a bunch of games. 
I yes, played. Oculus Rift me. So, all right, so the, yeah. Ocul- the Oculus Rift, it was just a demo for nothing, but it was cool. It was cool. They had a they had a bunch of uh, of spinny chairs, and I would recommend, dear listeners, if you were going to get the Oculus Oculus Rift, Morpheus, etc., you need to invest in a spinny chair, a chair that can take you full 360 degrees, because they had them, and it was so important because they started you off with you know like they give you headphones, and the Oculus Rift, and you're in like uh, like a garden, and there's a little boy fishing on a pond but he's like way off to your left so you gotta like crane your neck way around or just spin a little bit in your spinning chair Mm. uh so it was like it was maybe the intro to a book maybe it kind of showcased how uh like where technology is going and how awesome it is and how this is going to be huge and everyone needs to get on board um like the demo just basically it was like the kid was kind of narrating his way into the forbidden well house which um mm. i looked down at one point you don't have any arms or legs you're just a floating ghost or camera or something mm-hmm. and so you, you follow the kid into the forbidden well house and there's like a voice down in the deep dark well saying and he's like he's like who is this is this my echo yes it's your echo timmy mm. And then he gets scared and runs away. But for whatever reason, the demo is like, you're going to look down the well and see what it is, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty cool. I mean, it's a way to like to end it. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was amazing. Every time I put like a, you know, VR on my face, I'm just like, this is this is awesome. This is the future. People, if you aren't on this now, you will be pretty soon. In fact, I went to like this whole educational. Uh, that's that's why I say it to the ladies about my dick. <laughs> Dang. Dang. I mean, like back in back in the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you aren't on this now, you will be soon. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh man. But um, no, I went. I went to one of the actual panels that I went to was on like you know games and education and how you can bring education into video games and vice versa and they were basically and it was like three three different teachers and they were all like look you don't you don't understand how big VR is but it's going to be so big that in 10 years it's going to bleed into schools like you thought whiteboards interactive whiteboards are like cool right now it's going to be VR in schools because that's just going to be the way of the future so get Ooh. ready I hope so can you imagine virtual reality american revolution of course man that's how at the bodies at the floor <laughs> i just don't want to see mel gibson's the patriot in VR man yeah it's like i you know it's like when he like stabs a dude like 20 times in a row can you imagine if you got to do a Ameri- uh, Revolutionary War VR and you get in there and it's like Assassin's Creed 4, like choose your side. Dang. <laughs> you know, red coat or blue. <laughs> It'd be so awesome. I bet that, well, that's how they'll get everybody in. It's like, look, it's like the History Channel. It's like, look, education will show you things that are yeah. historical. And then, you know, everything will just devolve down into boobs and violence. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Mom, I got hanged as a traitor today. <laughs> I totally betrayed the Confederacy and they strung me up. Yeah. It was historical. Um, let's see. No, I played uh let's see, Resident Evil has a new game coming out called Umbel- Umbrella Core. Uh which what, what's I, it called? I'm pretty sure it's called Umbrella Core. Like corpse. Yeah, so it's not um being tied into like the weird storyline that it's devolved into anymore? No, it's a prequel. Mm. It's uh, it, I think it's it, it takes place. Hmm. I hear a, a 
A creeping zombie coming closer and closer. You have like a mini rancor in your palace, yeah. there, Java. Yeah, it's called it's called a five month old, and uh, for whatever reason, the uh, the baby monitor is really close to the mic. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's coming from the well. No, so the uh, so Umbrella Core takes place, I think, around Resident Evil One or Two. So mm-hmm. you're in Raccoon City, but it's basically uh, just a three on three third-person shooter okay i like that so it was like uh but it was really fast you know like uh, i'm sure other gamers that have played like a lot of like call of duty uh etc can tell me exactly which games it's totally ripping off of but it's a three-on-three deathmatch with zombies so there's zombies around that could potentially hurt you or you're basically just like mowing them down while you're looking for the other people to kill as long as you don't have a, a crawl backwards feature again. No, but I loved it. I was tell <laughs> I was stuck in line for a long time waiting to play this game and the the guy next to me from Staten Island, we were just talking and I was like, That's my that's my favorite feature of Resident Evil Six. Jump on your back. Dedicated button to jump on your back. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but um that was all right. It was it was definitely not my kind of game. It was like it was really fast paced. It's you basically get like a one or two shot kill. So people that were much better at these kind of shooters were just destroying me. Mm. But the cool thing was at least you're on a team, so one or two of us could carry everybody. Yeah. You know, and then you kind of you get to watch from like uh like like above or you can follow them, follow their camera and kind of see what everybody's doing uh while you're dead, which was interesting, but I was still just like, all right, I don't I'm I'm not really a, a fan of this type of deathmatch. I'd rather play cooperatively than competitively. So uh, thing too, when you can do like custom mods, and then you join a game as the character that you've worked diligently on. As long as you upload some game code, you can then change your character whoever you want. Kind of like a Wii, hmm. but on steroids. Hmm. So like you just join the Resident Evil three on three as Snake Eyes from GI Joe, <laughs> and like fuck Snake Eyes, you're like shit. And then someone else is like Mrs. Claus, <laughs> Santa's wife, get out of here, you know. And then someone hmm. else is like. Elmo, <laughs> Elmo, but like with one with his right arm, like super muscle jacked, like that movie, the uh, that M Night Shyamalan movie about water. I did. I missed that one. That on one? Purpose. Lady in the water. No, yeah, Lady it. in the water. There's this one dude that lives there, and he just works out on his right arm, and it's like super, <laughs> like like pumped out. The rest of him's like tiny. Dang, that'd be cool. I mean, if you could do these games in the future, custom mod, join the fight. That'd be that, awesome. Well, check it out. Uh, Fifteen years ago, people were doing that. 20 almost uh the um in around like the year 2000s we're playing quake 3 arena online and people Mm. would just mod their characters to do exactly what you're saying so like uh evangelian characters like just like a bunch of silly characters they could just like easily modify their skins Mm, okay so yeah i'm not and then people do that on minecraft all the time okay it's it's pretty cool but i want to see it in like real game i know <laughs> minecraft's real not a real game i mean you know it's so simple yeah i mean well dude you gotta play it sometime uh, i watched you play your series for a while that was enough <laughs> all righty uh, let's see but the game that i really loved playing i played a bunch of games uh the one that i thought was awesome including digimon it was a digimon game and i couldn't get anywhere in it i was like this sucks this, this, this is what happens when you pick up somebody else's demo and it's like halfway done. You're like, where the hell am I supposed to go? Mm, did the game suck, Chad, or did you suck? I sucked because I'm like, where am I going? Uh, 
I got other things to do. <laughs> I don't know how to reset this. No, Where in the world is our Inspector Gadget roaming game? Inspector Gadget roaming? Yeah, what open world. Where is our Inspector Gadget open world game? Oh, dude, that would be cool. Let's do this, your penny. Well, well, <laughs> dude, well speaking, <laughs> speaking of open world, that's the game I was trying to I was trying to sink in there. So, I love the game Hyrule Warriors. It brought me into Oh, so good, dude. So good. It brought me into the Dynasty Warriors style of game. Now mm-hmm. there's a Dragon Quest Dynasty Warriors game. It's awesome. So, all right, so Eric, so imagine you're playing Hyrule Warriors except for instead of just playing as one dude in like an army, you're playing R- as riding a horse. Yes. You're you're playing as four people. So you Ooh. have a party of four just like Dragon Quest, just like an RPG where you have like a party and you yeah. go out venturing. So you have four people. You have like a spellcaster, a warrior, a priest, etc. and so like uh, gauntlet yeah, you go out, you go out into the field, and uh, it's like Hyrule Warriors style of gameplay, except you can jump to uh, any of your other dudes at any point. So if you're like slashing it up with a knight, uh, like against like some big monster, then boom, you you switch over to the wizard and like hit him with a fireball from behind. Ooh, so like Marvel versus Capcom. It's so only one guy's fighting, and then you switch, or they're all four in the field taking damage, and you just hop to which one you control well no they're well they're being controlled by ai uh-huh. uh all the time so they're fighting but then you're hopping from like uh ah. person to person so i like it i like it yeah so i mean after i played it i was like shit i don't know if i could play hyrule warriors for a while because i would want to like switch from like one of my dudes to another dude you know like it's about time you fucking nerds figured it out. We've been hopping from player to player in sporting games for 30 years, dude. Yeah, it's, it's the best, okay? I love <laughs> switching from defense to offense to goalie. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, so it was a ton of fun. And because I played Dragon Quest uh, four, mm-hmm. uh some of the characters were in the game, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the coolest. You know, I'm playing something from the DS remake of Dragon Quest four. This is awesome. So I had a lot of fun with it. There was like, um, there was two demos. One was actually beatable. You just go go about and like beat the crap out of some monsters. It's a good time. Second one, you're trying to take down this giant monster and nobody could do it. Mm. it was, you know, um, the giant monster was like, if you tried to attack his ankles, you'd barely do any damage. So you had to go up to these giant crossbows, these spellcasters, and shoot him. But the problem, uh, shoot him in the face, and he would do like 900 damage. But the problem mm. was that you only get three shots. And then you have to wait a while for the for them to respawn the bullets, mm-hmm. but then the demo is timed, so there didn't uh, I couldn't figure out a way to to like kill him within like the certain amount of time. But there was this poster on the wall saying like, "Hey, if you thought that was easy and you kill him, then you could like take your photo over here and like the Walk of Fame." And I was like, "God, how the hell do I do that?" Like I played it multiple mm-hmm. times trying different things. But uh, mm. but it was fun. It was fun, uh, you know. Uh, regardless, it was I think my favorite game out of the whole place. They had they had Street Fighter Five or Street Fighter V, whatever you want to call it, and it was fun to watch, like you know, the professionals play, or at least try and like kind of like dip their toes into the pool a little bit. I mean, I just. I, I enjoy watching Street Fighter, and I enjoy watching the cutscenes of Mortal Kombat. But I'm really not going to play until they have Street Fighter v. Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, guys. Bring it together. They and, tried. you know, they did. They, they almost had, well, yeah, they just negotiated. Finally, uh, they came out and said that 
when everybody was really hyped for both games, they tried to have a mashup game, but just negotiations just fell through. That's too bad because you could, you could have half of them be Mortal Kombat levels. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you you're, you're fighting. I mean, you could you could make a whole storyline. It's, it's easy enough. Like, you're all the Street Fighter dudes are fighting in the world, and then all of a sudden they get recruited. Liu Kang, what are you doing here? Like after he beats Sagat or something, and all of a sudden he's like, "Dude, Shadow Realm's coming, and uh, most of our guys are dead, including mm-hmm. Raiden and Johnny Cage. We need you guys. Chun Li, stop jumping around. Get over here, Blanca. Someone pick up that dog, <laughs> and let's go. And then <laughs> boom, shit, you know. So you fight a couple opening round levels early on in Earth. You know, you like fly a little plane over China and shit, recruiting them. So like you gotta you gotta beat the Street Fighter characters as Mortal Kombat good guys, mm-hmm. and then the second half of the game you get sucked to Shadow Realm, and then you gotta fight the Mortal Kombat bad guys. Boom. I just made $100 million. <laughs> God damn, this podcast is just a moneymaker. I can't believe we don't have advertising. Think about that game, man. That's fun. You just got to hop around and beat Street Fighter guys to recruit them. Like you, They won't come with you unless you beat them, you, which is stupid. But anyways. and then <laughs> That's how it always and, works, though. Yeah. You, they're like, all right, you, you whooped my ass. I will now listen to what you have to say. And so, you know, <laughs> so you have like 10 levels there and then boom, you go the second half, you go to the Shadow Realm and then you just pick which ones you want to save the point there and then start there and pick which character you want to go. Then you pick one character to go the rest of the way with. And then you got to like, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden like Chun Li's getting cut in half. Dang. <laughs> or, like, getting dissolved by like reptile or something you know the, like the first match like all right ken you're up first let's go <laughs> holy shit did that yellow ninja just rip his mask off did he just <laughs> is it a skull underneath did he just fireball him what the fuck like <laughs> you know it's like what happened like i thought it would just like fly forward us and electro kick us like fucking bison does like what is happening you're so cool dude <laughs> at, at the very least it could be um what are those online cartoons they always do, like College Humor and Dorkly? Oh, or, sure. Like, at least it could be one of that. But, yeah, sorry. But that would be, that's the game right there. Boom, $100 million. You're welcome. There it is. Tech and Tech <sighs> and Nedco, but they've been fusing, they've been doing, like, mashups with everything lately. That's the thing, is, like, you don't have to fully commit to, like, doing a mobile game if you just, like, give, like, a hint of your IP in, into a mobile game. Mm-hmm. I actually played, played for the first time, uh, the, there's like a Tekken card fighting game you can download for your phone. It's a it's a pretty fun uh, time waster. Sadly, you have to like you can't be underground, so it kind of like kills my what I'm looking for for like a mobile game, which is like to be disconnected from the internet for a time because I'm cruising around on the subway underground where there's no uh, Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's pretty fun. It's like it's got this great like rock paper scissors system where like you focus and you get a card. And you can, like, edit your deck, and, and, like, each card has, like, an attack and some kind of, like, you know, thing on it. Like, okay, if you have more than three cards, gain 20 hit points. Or if you both block at the same time, you know, your opponent loses life or something. And so you're trying to, you have, like, a focus, strike, which is to use your cards against your opponent, and then block. And you can block the first, you block the first two cards, but if your mm-hmm. opponent keeps on like focusing, focusing to they get more than two cards, you're going to get hit with them no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if you can strike and you hit them before they hit you, they lose all their cards. So it's fun. It's like, it's an interesting dynamic. And then, I mean, there's online card battles, but yeah, you know, I haven't fought anything besides the computer, but I imagine it's a lot of like psychology. Mm-hmm. It's cool. So the other the other mobile game that I played was called it's called Phantom of the Kill. 
<laughs> okay, I like the title. Sounds good. <laughs> Phantom of the Kill. I like it. Yeah, it's straight out of Japan. So I've been looking for a while for like a strategy RPG that's like Final Fantasy Tactics, you know, but for mobile. You can buy Final Fantasy Tactics like for for, uh, for like twenty bucks on mobile, but it's a little <laughs> tough if you're not playing on an iPad to like get your fingers to get your guys to do exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this is finally like a free uh, strategy RPG that has like decent enough gameplay and it has story too. A lot of mobile games that are free, there's just like zero story. They're just like they're like geared to like two minutes of playtime, and that's all they want. And they're just about milking people for money, like this game, uh, Puzzle and Dragon. It's amazing. Mm. It's it's totally fun. It will drain your wallet dry. <laughs> because you reach a cap, you reach a certain point where you're like, wow, this is so much fun, this is great, and you get to a, point, a certain level where you're like, fuck, I can't progress, I need better dudes. So I can either grind for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to try and level up my dudes, or I could put down five bucks. And get oh my character. god, you are just a genius, you just made a hundred million dollars now too. But, no, it's already been done. No, 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 not that, no, it's just one sentence you said. Oh, we need to turn this into a book or something. Like, dude, how many times are we watching like a cheesy movie that in it, that um, involves the military? Mm-hmm. And we need to use the line you just said. Like, I need a general talk to the president and just have him say, we need better dudes. <laughs> like, when you said that line, we need better dudes. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe no one's ever used that line before. <laughs> But it needs to be done in like a serious way. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Can you or, or just redub? Everyone take Chad's line of audio right there and redub it into movies. Like like in the movie The Rock with Nick Cage and Sean Connery, after the SEAL team gets destroyed, yes. and just have the FBI like back on San Francisco and they'd be like, We need better dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so good. Or like in Under Siege, like after they realize that the ship's been taken, they don't know that Casey Ryback's on the board yet. They're mm-hmm. like and they launch those two fighter jets and they get annihilated. They're like, We need better dudes. Yeah, get good. We need better dudes. We need I'm writing this down. We need Good. better dudes. That's such a great line to use in like a serious movie. <laughs> we need like like the dudes part is perfect. We need better dudes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you appreciated that. It was so, awesome. So this game, strategy RPG. Do you know Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah, I mean it's not my thing, but I'm familiar with there's, it. There's there's a grid, and your dudes are on one side of the grid, and the enemies' dudes are on the other side of the grid, and yeah. you have to like traverse the grid and take each other out. And how you do that is, uh, is is what it's all about. So they have a system where they have, like, three types of attack that all balance each other out. Like, what? What is it? No, my wife is giggling like she's never, like, the, what I just described is just hilarious. It sounded like the hokey-pokey. It is the hokey-pokey, except what it's all about is making a gajillion dollars on a mobile game. So it's like Battle Beasts in that they have a system of, like, axes and spears and swords and one of them it destroys the other and, and it's totally weak to another one so it, you're constantly thinking about like all right which weapon does this do my, does my unit have and how can i get him over to destroy this other dude without getting whacked by this other thing that i'm totally weak against well the the thing that they introduced that is new is that there's actually no healing spells mm. none so good good i like that so instead of instead of having like dedicated healing spells, you have healing units, but the only way that they can heal you is by hurting themselves. 
Oh, yes. interesting. I just want to have someone say, fuck your Band-Aids. <laughs> <laughs> when you try to heal yourself. <laughs> so there's like there's the same thing where they have uh, like a gun person. Somebody has a gun, but they have to damage themselves to shoot. Oh, so interesting. Those, so those are like your core units in strategy RPGs is like the gun unit that can fire like forever and yeah. like a healing unit. So they totally gimp those two. I'm going to aim a bazooka at my ass. Guys, I got this. I got <laughs> this for you guys. Don't worry. It's like, you can get totally damaged. I'm going to bring us all back. Yeah. There's, there's one last class. There's like an arrow class that does not uh, need uh, to damage itself to do like decent ranged attack. But uh, the demo that I played, there was like, it's all female. In the Japanese version, which is the current version, it, there's just female characters. I mean, go mm. figure, it's Japan. So uh, what what I was being told was that they're developing a version for America and the West, but they want to do it. It's just more than just like a patch to make it like English. They're revamping everything, and they're making it into like a prequel so they can have dudes. Okay. So We uh, need better dudes. We need better dudes, and we need <laughs> actual dudes. <laughs> because there's no dudes right now. So so they say – but but – what the hard thing is that they're like, okay, our Western audiences want men to play with <laughs> cool looking men. Yeah, we like, need some dick stat. Hot looking men <laughs> with great looking asses. Um, so, but they're like, but they've kind of like string painted themselves into a corner because in the story of the game, there can only be women to justify like having an all female cast. Be like, no, it's not misogynist. It's part of a story. They decided to be like, yes, it's only women in this universe and so they're like well how can we have men uh prequel and oh there's only women in the universe that's gotta be like the most evil universe of all time <laughs> that's like the neutral zone neutral zone like horde prime <laughs> like <laughs> it's like the nothing what <laughs> a universe of all women dude even women would would tell you that's a fucking evil universe some would they would the asshole women would come on come on a I've universe heard, of all women. I've heard, you know, that, I've, that'd, I, that'd be the that'd be the fucking Lilith Fair for like one week, and then it would be like the fucking end of the movie. This is the end. <laughs> that was just eating each other. The people, check it out, check it out. Uh, women who say that like all women are like bitchy and catty, or like all women like secretly hate each other. Those people are just assholes. Straight up, real talk. I just said it. I don't know, man. Just assholes, and I've spoken to them too, and and, and you know, I I think I've had this conversation like over some beers, and I'm just like, hey, what do you think, all women? Because we had this conversation where uh, we were talking about something, and it was just it was about like, yeah, like men are kind of like a scourge, and um, scientists are finding out that like men aren't really needed anymore, and our future world is just going to be women, and I was talking to somebody about it, and they're just like, yeah. It's like women act all nice at first, but then they fucking stab each other in the back. And no, I'm go saying, figure. That person was a total backstabbing asshole. I'm not. I'm not saying that a universe of all dudes would be great either. That's true. There'd be a lot of dick touching. There needs to be balance. Mm. There needs to be balance, and there needs to be like at least one Anakin to <laughs> 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 bring balance and kill all the women <laughs> and the children. What a crazy dude! I, again, I mean, like. He murdered little children. There like, was... at what point? Like, 
I mean, how does George Lucas re-edit Return of the Jedi so that young Anakin ghost shows up? That's the that's the child murderer ghost. Yeah, man. Like that's the worst sin ever. ever. He murdered children in cold blood. They didn't really have weapons. It's like, you know, after that I kind of felt sorry for Luke. He's like, dude, you know, before, you know, your dad was just misguided. Now it's yeah. like nobody wants to talk about your dad. In fact, people yeah. just don't want to remember that he exists. The thing, too, it's like with Anakin, you could always be like, oh, it's a tragic story. He was a slave. He had a failed upbringing. He was easily warped by a really evil, uh, touchy uncle. Yeah. But like, <laughs> like those are all just kind of like, oh, he should have been good, but he weren't. No, no, no. Those are all thrown out the window as soon as you murder a bunch of children in a room. Yep. Like, then you just there's there's nothing then is like uh like what it's, and like then later in the movie and he was kind of like you see a couple tears on him and he's like talking to Obi Wan no you are the bad guy it's like you fucking killed children yep there's, there's no debate yep. there's no you turned Padme against you or what no you did that yourself Anakin when you murdered seven year olds yep a whole room of them. I mean, you want to fucking kill the roadie and that's fine. No one likes a Greedo. But I mean, you kill humans. <laughs> like bad Anakin, bad. They 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 trusted you Anakin. Like are you serious, dude? Why can't you just skip? Why can't you just like shout in the hall back? This room's clear and close the door, dude. Why why couldn't you just like be like, "Okay, your training's over and they'll never be a threat because they're like five years old and they didn't get much Jedi training. I mean, like, let's be honest. How much Jedi training do you think they got, like, yeah. in the time that they, like, were spent there, like, you know, in between, like, bri- like juice box breaks and, like, yeah. you know, spelling the alphabet or something um, yeah. with their mind, maybe, and holding little lightsabers and being adorable? Yeah, and also, too, it's like, dude, you have, according to the the book and stuff, 10,000 clone troopers. They're fucking programmed to murder anything just based on an order they get on the telephone. (laughs) Just tell them to come in there. Just tell the younglings to be like, all right, guys, check this out. I'm your dude. Uh, Just hide in here and let in whoever knocks, okay? Then you go outside and be like, yo, they're in there. Set phasers to murder. I mean, just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why does he do that? I mean, it just makes no sense. Like, dude, an hour ago, an hour ago, you were a good guy. Yeah. Now you're murdering children because what? And even when you're like, the Jedi are evil. Even when you say that, that's my bad impression of Anakin. That was pretty good, actually. My point of view, the Jedi are evil. Like, really? Were the seven-year-olds evil? Were they in on it, Anakin? Were, yeah. were, were they were they sitting with the, with the council and like ha, ha 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 ha? Can I have a juice box? Okay, now how are we gonna bring down the republic? Like, <laughs> were they plotting it too, dude? When you murdered the little children, where you were like, good, I'm making this a better place. Really? Yeah. No, it, it's like it's the perfect metaphor for uh for sadly for what happened in New Haven. It's like it's a school shooting, and he is the deranged dude with a gun. Newtown. Newtown. Excuse me. I mean, but I just, I can't, I mean, again, it comes, I mean, I should really stop talking negatively about Star Wars because I just can't wait for the new movie. Yeah. I, just can't wait. I, just, I mean, once the new movie happens and it's awesome, then I'm probably done talking about the prequels forever because I just need that new awesomeness to help me get over the old stuff. Well, we've been, we've been bitching about Star Wars like half of our lives because, you know, George Lucas, first he made all those horrible changes 
You know, mm-hmm. we were really pumped about it at first because, like, wow, check out this deleted scene, and they put in Jabba, and then you know, any amount of time later, they're like, all oh, those special effects at the time weren't uh, weren't that advanced. Dude, I went to now I, in the 90, 97 when they re released them. I went to two out of three of those movies in the theater again. I was so excited. Yeah. And like at first we, you know, they land on Tatooine and stuff. I was like, "Oh wow, look at those fucking dewback lizards! Whoa, there's a couple more of those. That's so cool." Mm-hmm. And then they get to Mos Eisley, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> fucking Jawas falling on their asses? Yeah, there's extra shit floating around. Are you kidding me? Just stuff in the background. Like there's like one of those dewbacks hanging out next to the entrance to the bar. You're like, why don't they see that or comment on it? It's got a giant mouth. It could eat them." I know. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then, of course, and then, like, ten minutes later, when Han Solo steps on Jabba's tail, I was like, oh. Already, already oh. doesn't shoot first. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. See, like, it's, like been a, oh. it's been a meme. We've been hating on Star Wars for so long. It feels, like, weird to be, like, you know, it, to think about it in, like, a positive note. Well, no, I disagree because I've been loving the the books for 20 years. Okay. The books are rarely missed. Mm. I I've loved all the nine part series they've been doing forever. Like so, and then the Battlefront games a decade ago were so good. Mm. So I haven't. It hasn't been just all hate. Like I love Star Wars, but I mean that's how that that's how you know you love Star Wars. That in spite of the bitch slaps that we received <laughs> from Star Wars, we love them so much that it doesn't even matter. We know they can change. See, I, I feel like though that's like a personal thing with you though. It's like, like you'll you'll go and see like movies at a theater, even though you've been burned in the past. You'll go, you'll keep going, no matter what, man. They have your twelve dollars or whatever it is now. Yeah, it's just something magic about a movie theater. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. So, well, like, I only got like ten more minutes, but oh, fine, fine. I just I just want to wrap up with Phantom of the yeah. Kill by saying that like I compared it to some mobile games, but. Um, if you played Puzzle vs. Dragons, you will understand that you you get random uh, uh, dudes from playing each level that you can fuse into better dudes. And also you can uh, collect these gems, which you can buy, and uh, roll the dice for some random five-star people, which you have no control over. But apparently the more money that you sink into the game, the better they will be, as was told to me. But Or you could just you know continue to... like level up and grind and grind and your dudes would be just as powerful as the people that you can buy for five to twenty dollars but overall it was it was pretty great and i i was looking forward to a game like that you know on my mobile device like a, a freemium strategy rpg and the trend for freemiums is more like like all right, all right we made our gajillion dollars now let's turn it into less of like a money making machine like a casino thing where you just like pull the slots and lose a dollar and more into like an experience where people will continue playing for more than like a week i think uh next because i'll I'll be going to comic-con next year barring anything unforeseen Mm -hmm. um we should we should get some uh jump maniacs to go with us i kind of put it up put it out there on a facebook page but you know i I think maybe if we uh, had a panel which you can apply for a panel, by the way, and I, oh. I know people who run them. We're not getting a panel at fucking New York Comic Con. <laughs> you could. All you do, it's you can do have a panel at any con ever. You just have to ask and be approved. No, what I'm saying is like me and when me and you go, 
we go to half the stuff together and then the other half we break up and be like, you know, see you in like three hours or whatever. Yeah. We should just and fans that like Comic-Con anyways, buy your tickets as soon as they go on sale and we'll meet up with you. And you can either go to a panel with both of us or, you know, like if you <laughs> if you want to do uh, Chad's. It's like, a, it's like a double date. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, like because because so, when when me and you break up to do different things, you know, then we're we're in rooms by ourselves, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if we it'd be cool to hang out with some of uh, the people that like the show and like go to cool nerdy shit together too. So, I I enjoy meeting meeting or at, and have met some of the of the maniacs at Magfest because I'm always I'm always in one spot, one of two places, either passed out uh, in the party room. Or mm-hmm. working my butt off in the film festival room because I run the film festival. Yeah, and so when I want to go to like a TV show panel, and you're like, I have no interest. to be like, Well, I'm bringing Jump Maniac number four <laughs> with me. Like, you're with me, dude. Awesome. So maybe yeah, maybe buy everybody guys and come with us. Maybe if everybody cosplayed, we could get everybody to fight. Yeah. Three on three, man. Pokemon so, yeah, battles. We're just, we're just saying, you know. So you guys buy your tickets and and we'll totally meet up next time. That'd be fun. Yeah, good luck buying tickets, man. They sold out the first day. It was crazy. Okay. Well, I mean, one hundred fifty thousand people got tickets, so get I know. Your t- somehow, <laughs> somehow, get your ticket. So, uh, I, my last Thunderdump. I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy into League of Legends right now. I love watching it, and it's Worlds right now. It's the World Championships. And it's and it's kind of like football or baseball where it's just not they don't do the world championships in just one night. They take a whole month to do it. So there's mm-hmm. a huge tournament with all the best players uh, throughout the world. And it's like five on five teams, which I really enjoy. And a lot of it, a lot of like the victories or losses come from either like the picks and bans phase, which is like the beginning of the game where you can ban certain champions from. Uh, or from getting picked, or you like try to like size up who your opponent is picking in these champions that have strengths and weaknesses, and try and like pick a character that's good against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the games just get decided in the very beginning, like right in that phase. And other other games just like they're like, "Yo, this guy is just amazing, and he's just wrecking the other team all by himself." So uh, out of ev- out of everybody, I'm cheering on three teams: uh, Cloud Nine, we're from America, America. Uh, Team Solo Mid, who are not doing so well so far, and uh, Fnatic from from uh, from Europe. Those are my teams. Yeah. And C9 for for whatever reason they came out strong. They destroyed three teams, including Fnatic, who are one of the best in the world in a row. They're just like the underdog team that could. But then, and I'm I'm watching their sixth game right now. But uh, they after the three winning streak, they just got destroyed twice in a row. Like they had like they had games back to back against two teams and they just got ripped apart, which just just goes to show you just you can never tell what's gonna happen. Like Fnatic were one of the best teams ever. Like outside of Korea, they got destroyed by Cloud Nine with a pentakill, which is where one person kills the entire other team, like mm-hmm. five kills right in a row. But then when they rematched them, they took them, they took the entire team down and and destroyed the Nexus in like twenty five minutes. It was just insanely fast. Hmm. So anyway, if you're out there watching, uh, hit us up on Facebook because I don't know. It's 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 more fun to watch with other people. That and I saw the new Shannara trailer that you posted on Facebook from your Comic Con. Yeah, 
I mean, dudes, get on this now. When that fucking series comes out, you better all fucking watch it on MTV and tweet the shit out of it so it has more than just one. I mean, MTV notoriously kills their shows real fast. Mm-hmm. Like Anakin. <laughs> Damn. Like, so make sure you get on this scenario. If it's anything as good as what it looks so far, we want to keep this show going so we at least get through the first season and hopefully get picked up for second season. This is on MTV, guys. Make this happen. Watch this. It looks good. Go read the book if you want or just expect something along the lines of Lord of the Rings that was a thousand years after the apocalypse. And and that's the thing that like they didn't really play it up in the books as much, but it's all over the TV show. I would recommend... Yeah. Uh, if, if you're into Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, and you're looking for something new, don't watch the trailer for this show. Because the trailer that we posted, sadly, had like a gajillion spoilers. Uh, and, and it totally spoils the first episode. But uh, it's it looks just as good as the plot from the books. Like, they follow the premise, and they follow the plot, and like they have the characters. Yeah, and this is a fucking strong book. It's probably the best one he ever wrote. Which is why um, they're, they're doing it first. Yeah, I mean, I mean, number two and then like three or four were both were all strong. So I mean, they skipped one, which one was good too, but I mean, number two is the best, and it's gonna be fucking great, guys. So make yeah. sure I think it comes out in January on MTV. Make it happen. I I hope they make it to the end of the to the book at least. You know, like yeah. If they if they make another one, here's the thing, guys. Spoiler alerts. Um, they don't really follow anybody through the books. Like uh, like nobody goes. Usually, nobody goes from book, you know, to another book. They just follow totally different characters. So, whoever's playing these characters in these uh, in these episodes at first, prepare to never see them again. <laughs> or, or if they do, they die in the beginning of the next book. It's yes. kind of like anyone that survives a Freddy movie. Yeah, you survive Nightmare on Elm Street four, then you die in the first five minutes of Nightmare on Elm Street five. That's just right. how it works. Yeah, the only, with the only exceptions to that being uh, Hellraiser. The girl from the first movie comes back in the sequel and lives. Mm, well, how about I was them never, apples? I was never big into Hellraiser, so. Ah. See, I would watch Hellraiser at 3 in the morning on, like, USA. They would play, like, the edited version. <laughs> Which I don't know how you how you edit that, but they did. Mm. It was creepy as hell. See, I've always I've always had a vendetta against Hellraiser because we were all at a friend's house, and we were really hungry. We ordered pizza, and we oh. watched, like, Hellraiser 2. <laughs> And I was so grossed out that when the pizza showed up, I lost my appetite. Wow. And I, and I fucking love pizza. And I've always been mad at Hellraiser ever since. You made me lose my appetite. That, you bastards. That movie is pretty gross. Yeah. But pretty pretty amazing. It's like pretty amazing how horrifying it is. Yeah, you know? so so old. <laughs> no, I just mean like just the things that they do in there. Like it, it yeah. was it was before torture porn, you know, and they don't do like a lot of like extended torture things but it's pretty gross yeah man you made me not eat pizza so i've always been kind of pissed off at that franchise <laughs> like even now they're like well we might bring hell's or hellraiser back i'm like fuck you guys oh man <laughs> wow well all right so uh ladies and gentlemen thank you very much we are the jumpman podcast you can check us out every single week over at jumpmanpodcast.com we're also on RetroWareTV.com and Elder-Geek.com. You could subscribe to us on iTunes and um, check us out on Facebook. We love hearing from you guys, and we're posting stuff every dang day. Uh, Maniac of the Week goes to Mr. 
Marty Draw. Thank you very yeah. much. Slow, slow clap over here, Marty. Good job, buddy. G.I. Joe. Thanks for everybody who, uh, who posted on our Facebook page. Great to hear from you guys. Oh, and I almost forgot about this. And just like normal, it's a tradition. I have a ton of swag from Comic-Con, and you can win it. We're talking about capes, comic books, my badge, like all this kind of like swag stuff that I picked up. Uh, mm-hmm. It can be yours. We're going to run a contest on our Facebook page. So if you're interested in winning that stuff for free, it doesn't matter if you live in the U.S. or not. I'll send it to you. Uh, head over to our Facebook page, and we're going to post that real soon. Nice. All right. Uh, thanks very much. Peace. Right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Jump now. Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall. Fatality.